Why is it that some people seem to have all of the time in the world to do the things that they want to do, while others struggle with zero time or freedom to truly have a life? Welcome to The Unshackled Life with Aaron Young. We're here to help you take your time back and start thinking about how to work smarter and have more fun. Now, here's your host, Aaron Scott Young. Hey guys, it's uh, it's Aaron Young and welcome to the very first, the very first episode of The Unshackled Life. I'm really excited to be part of the uh, new influencer network here on Voice America. We're looking forward to bringing you some great ideas about how you can build a, a, a business, but also a marriage and uh, or relationships and and uh, just a, a life that will bring you joy, but will also bring you wealth, will bring you um, the flexibility to do the things that you want to do in your life. And isn't that what we're all after anyway? You know, for years and years now, I've been, I've been starting and uh, growing businesses, sometimes to tremendous success and other times to, um, you know, kind of went down in flames a couple of times. And the great thing about that is that when you, when you, when you have a lot of opportunities to start and to grow and either to succeed or fail, we learn lots of great lessons. And over 34 years, 34 years, over th- I can't believe I'm that old, my gosh. But anyway, after 34 years of basically uh, signing my own paychecks, um, I've learned some things. And over the last uh, almost 20 years, all of my career has been involved with working with other business owners. And, you know, these business owners, um, when, you're, when you're helping them get started, when you're helping them uh, form their corporation, when you're helping them uh, kind of magnify what's happening in their business, when, you, when you're with them through the challenges, you know, oh my gosh, we're going to have to lay off 90% of our workforce, or uh, somebody just stole our idea and we've got to go to court, or we've got this horrible audit that we're facing. You know, when you go through that with lots of people, thousands of people over these years, um, you, you see... You see things that work and you see things that don't work. And, you know, one of the most interesting things that I've discovered in my journey is that when I've been invited to come and sit down privately in that CEO's office, privately in that, uh, that founder's office, after the tour, after I get to see all the bright and shiny parts of their business, um, it's always amazing to me when I sit down and I talk to them privately, there's always a few things that... Uh, are the theme for that conversation. One of them is I'm really scared because I feel like I'm, I'm making this up as I go along. These could be really, really successful companies, 20, 30, $50 million in sales. And the owner's feeling like I'm, I'm in over my head. Oh my gosh. If you've ever felt that way, you're not alone. That's why I want to tell you that right at the outset that most of us as owners are constantly trying to figure out, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to uh, am I going to mess up something that's working or am I really going down the wrong path? Am I, you know, I've got employees and clients and uh, my family all relying on me. Um, I, I feel the weight of that responsibility. And am I going to, am I going to screw it up somehow? So I want you to know you're not alone if you ever feel that way. The other thing that I get a lot is how do you manage to to run your business and run your you know, all, manage, you know, all the travel schedule, all the things that I do and, um, and keep a good relationship. In my case, uh, my marriage. So I've been married for 30 years. We just had our 30th anniversary 
my wife and I, and um, we've we've raised four kids plus some others that weren't our babies, but some other kids, and um, uh, we've we've managed to do it in a really happy way. So one of the things that's going to be fun that I'm going to do on this program is we're going to be I'm going to bring a few recurring guests on, and my wife Michelle, who will be with us here in just a little bit is going to be one of those people that I want to have on regularly. And I'll tell you more about her in a minute. Um, I've got a few friends beside my wife that I want to be able to bring on and let you kind of get uh, used to hearing from and keep, uh, keeping their perspective, which is very often kind of different than mine. We come at the world from a different direction. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun to have these people on where you're getting to get um, a variety of perspectives. Now, before we get into our conversation today, I do want to let you know just a couple of things. First of all, remember, you're, you're here on this brand new network on Voice America, this influencers channel. There's so many great people, so many of, of uh, people that I know and respect or that I'm looking forward to getting to know are here. So make sure that you're sharing this information with your friends. If you like what you're hearing from me or from any of the programs, please let us uh, you know, put it on social media, put it on Twitter, put it on Facebook, put it on LinkedIn. Let's get more people listening to these programs. And um, I'll be with you here every every Monday at 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Central on The Unshackled Life. And um, if you want to learn more about me and the stuff that I'm up to, uh, there's there's um, two different websites I'll tell you about. One is you can go to, to my name, Aaron Scott Young, and I'm sure it'll be right there and you can click a link on it in the show notes or on the Influencer channel, AaronScottYoung.com. And see all the stuff that I'm working on. If you want to talk to me, if you have questions, you have things you want me to address on the show, just write to me, Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. And please don't use that for spam reasons or anything. But if you want to, if you want to talk to me directly, go ahead and write to me at Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. And we want to make sure that we get your questions answered for how you can really build a business that works harder for you than you have to work for it. So now with that, I want to kind of jump over now and get to uh, my guest and my partner in the whole scheme of life. Um, Her name is Michelle Pearson Young. And as I said, Michelle and I have been married for 30 years. And um, and she's always, from the time I met her as a young 19-year-old, we were kids when we got married. I was 22. She was 19. We dated for all of about, I don't know, six months. Uh, from the time we met till the time we got married. And as I said, we just celebrated 30 years, had a great visit down in Cuba for our 30th anniversary. Anyway, from the time I met Michelle, I was struck by her intelligence and her poise and her, her um, the way she spoke and the way she thought. And it was a little intimidating, especially as a young guy, kind of young, cocky, juiced up guy, to have this um, this this girl, this wife, this uh you know, awesome date, this beautiful girl that was, I was always a little intimidated. I got to tell you that I, I always thought if I take too hard of a stand on something, she may just turn me upside down in my head. And so uh, the good news about that, folks, is when you marry not only your best friend, but you marry somebody who's, or, or be a partner with. But if you if you connect up with somebody long-term by somebody who challenges you and makes you think and doesn't always agree and, and forces you to see the world not just through your own skewed perspective. I tell you what, it it magnifies your life. It makes your life so much better. And gratefully, I have, um, for me, the absolute perfect partner for life, for child rearing, for all the romantic fun stuff, and uh, to travel around the world. And uh, that's 
Michelle. And uh, so, Michelle, welcome to this uh, first ever inaugural Hooray for Hollywood, um, <laughs> the Unshackle Life. Yay, team! Woo! Here we go. This is Well, this is the, the beginning piece of something that you've been envisioning for yourself for a long time. So I am, I'm super excited to be your guest and super excited to celebrate with you too. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. And what I want to do today, and it is true, this is kind of, you know, I started, I did radio when I was a young man, like in high school, we had a radio station, a public radio station, uh, NPR. And I, I did a magazine program back then where we interviewed lots of people and did fun stuff. And then I've, I've been a podcaster for a long time uh, on the Unshackled Owner podcast so you guys can find the unshackled owner over at uh itunes or stitcher or wherever um and so this is this is fun and this is definitely part of this whole unshackled life idea that for too long we've been just talking i've been just talking about business you know what corporation or llc should you set up and what kind of corporate compliance should you be focused on and how are you going to get more clients how are you going to close more sales how are you going to you know be more financially productive and, and a, a better steward of the company's money. And that's great. That's cool. But the fact is that the vast majority of the entrepreneurs that I've ever met are um, are definitely the kind of people who, um, they're usually married. They're usually, many of them have been married more than one time, but they're, um, uh, they're people who have been um, trying to get a home life they're busy, busy, busy making money, busy, busy, busy doing deals, but sometimes they struggle um, with having a home life. And, and they've, they've um, observed us and go through all kinds of ups and downs and you know real big successes and real big challenges. And you guys will get to know more about my story over, over the next several weeks. But we really, we've, um, while we've had a tendency to fail forward, we've definitely had a lot of low points, wouldn't you say? That's oh, true. yeah. Well, you know, as, as you were talking about, do you mind... No, run, baby, run. Yeah. So <laughs> as you were as you were even introducing me, I was thinking about, you know, you were talking about this formidable 19-year-old, and I I don't take exception to it, but it's a it's a limited view because because you're like, oh, and she was poised and intelligent, and and I felt like a lost little lamb. So I just I wanted to make that differentiation between what you observed from me and the way I felt because I think a lot of times people are like, well, I'm not formidable, or that's not how it started out for me. And I think that everybody everybody has these ideas of you know glory and 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 delight and perfection. And the truth is, it just doesn't work that way. It's flawed and imperfect. And and while you may have seen me like that, I didn't see myself like that at sure, all. Sure. That's what most, I mean, that's what I'm talking about with these entrepreneurs. A lot of, a lot of these people have, who have very successful businesses or they're very successful. I mean, you know, you've worked with um, uh, entertainment personalities, people that have have been on stages, have been on television. Oh, it's fascinating. Yeah, but there's a tremendous amount of insecurity. Oh, yeah, yeah. hardcore, and, hardcore insecurity. And certainly, you know, entrepreneurs are a little bit like that in that they, they've chosen to put themselves out in front. And uh, the world, if, if they're one of the few who have really, you know, uh, reached a level of success so that they're at least their neighbors and their extended family and so on think that they're successful, you know, they're standing up there and they look bright and shiny, but they're, but they're um, a lot of them are uptight, nervous, well, and scared. Don't, don't we all feel like that to some degree or another? Where it's it's like I teach my clients to live in that light and go, oh, let's pay attention to when you're feeling bright and shiny. But the truth of the matter is that we all feel, you know, we're all doing it dirty. We're you know, quick and dirty. That's that's kind of the the theme for how life feels. It may appear to be way more elegant than that, but the truth is that it's just we're all just making it up. Yeah. The um, 
<laughs> Quick and dirty. Well, no, we want to make sure you understand what this show's about. So, um, <laughs> what after you just we're, took it. We're there. talking about relate. Well, I'm talking to my <laughs> wife, but anyway, we're talking about we're talking about relationships of a certain type. But um, anyway, the point is now, Michelle, you just said you you tell your clients, but I didn't. I haven't really told. So let me let me tell them a little bit about you. And, are you, you going to do the shiny bright version? No, I like the shiny bright version. Okay, I'll tell them the good version then. But the point is, so Michelle. When we get when we were um, engaged for like three minutes, because uh, we, we only good dated times. we only dated for a minute and then we got married, but um, she she said hey I said what do you want out of your life and she said I want to be a stay at home mom I want to raise our kids I want to really be there um, at the crossroads you know when the kids are coming and going from school when they're doing their homework when they're going to little league or dance recital or whatever they, I want to be there with them. And I said, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start businesses. I want to do all this stuff. And, and she told me back then, Michelle told me back then, look, as long as, as long as you're doing, you know, something good, something that you, you feel good about, I don't really care where we live or whatever. I really want to be with our kids. So that was our agreement. She was going to be a stay-at-home mom. I was going to be an entrepreneur. Um, we f- have followed that path for, you know, for 20, the first 25 years Michelle was like as good a stay-at-home mom as I've ever met in my life. We have phenomenal children uh, ages right now from almost, well, 27 down to almost 19. And those those four children. And uh, we're actually at our beach house right now. I'm recording this from, we are recording this from the, um, what we call the library of the beach house. We've, yeah, we've just call it that. What well, is the library? Based on all the shelves in the books, <laughs> I guess it is the library. Um, but the point is we're here at the beach house for the month of July and our kids, our grown kids, are coming back and forth and staying with us. Of course, we're all together for 4th of July, uh, which is tomorrow, if you're listening to this live. And um, she was she was dedicated to raising this family, and she did a, just a phenomenal job. Well, and then I, I built businesses, and for the most part, uh, there have been a couple of low moments, but for the most part, I was able to be the, the breadwinner for the family. And in a few well, times when yeah. things were... Always, always the provider for the family. Well, there were a few times when that pampered chef money came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going back a few few decades, but still it matters. Matter you are dang good pamper really chef hostess. Anyway, on our twenty fifth anniversary, we um on our twenty fifth anniversary we we went on a cruise, and we um and our last child was going into high school, and I said, okay, so Michelle, um or was I guess in middle school, and I said, Michelle, so we really have one child who's almost done with high school, you know, two kids are out, one's almost done. One's getting ready to go in. Um, what do you want to do once the kids are grown? Let's start thinking. Let's start forecasting into the future. And I remember very well. We were sitting on the cruise ship, uh, and and I in asked her in the dining room of the of the ship. And she said, "I think I want to be a life coach, but I don't exactly know what that means." And I said, "Okay, well, let's start. Let's look into it." She did start looking into it. Um, Became certified with several different certifications, and um, uh, and we'll talk more about this in our next um, segment. But the um, she she started with this business about five years ago, sort of easing into tentatively. it, very tentatively, and um, and trying to figure out what it meant to be a a life coach and to be uh, her own you know run her own business and to start making. Money now, even though our money had always been our money, there still was no question there was some um, concerns on your side. Wouldn't you say that's true? 
about how you would spend the money? Like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to say Hardcore. it really gently. No, you, super interesting. So, so again, going back to my clients, and I know we'll get to that, but from my experience, women who, regardless of how magnanimous and gracious and what a great partnership, and I would, I would, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, y'all. It sounds like I'm bragging on my husband, but it's true. He is magnanimous, gracious, and and always looked at our relationship as a partnership. With that exception, uh, the women that I talk to, they feel the same way. It's what yes, do you mean? What do you mean they feel? They the same? feel the same way, and then I'll explain it. That the money's there. That it's that it's a shared thing, but they don't feel full ownership of it. Yeah, that make that makes sense because it's not their paycheck that's getting deposited. Right. So even though we all. We're in it together. We're partners, but there's. But the point is, five years ago, or you know, four and a half years ago, you started to see a trickle of money coming in, yeah, and that was slow trickle. That was encouraging, and and then you started to take steps forward that um, that led to making you know increasingly more money, which that's is what the I magic, want. That's what we're going to talk about in the next trick. thing. Um, the main thing is, as we get ready to go to break here, the main thing is that. I want to point out that once again, this is going to be a case study in um, having an idea, having a desire, um, going tentatively after it, and then uh, figuring out how to get your legs under you and starting to run. And the great thing that I want to talk about is how we've been able to do your your new business, my old businesses, and and do it and make this this party of a marriage that we have. So with that, this is Aaron Young, The Unshackled Life. My guest is Michelle Pearson Young. And uh, we're here on the Influencer Network on Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel do you believe that being fit is difficult do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym it doesn't tune into have it all with devin alexander devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. 
To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to the Unshackled Life. Hey, we're back, guys. And um, here on the Unshackled Life, we're talking with uh, with Michelle Pearson Young, world-class life coach, world-class uh, retreat and seminar leader, uh, public speaker, uh, radio personality, blogger, uh, awesome mom, um, I don't know, uh, good, good to go hiking with. Oh, yeah, artist. That's true. Actually, just beautiful watercolor. Anyway, she's my wife. And um, Michelle, I, I want her to be a recurring guest on the program because when we're talking about uh, building this this thing that, that we're calling an unshackled life, I mean, how could I not really have my life partner of 30 years of marriage, 30 years of marriage, uh, plus the, um, I don't know, minute and a half that we knew each other before <laughs> we got before married, we got married. The five months before we got married. So anyway, we're here talking today. But um, so, Michelle, we, we started talk, or we, we sort of ended at the break talking about how you had this um, this desire to be a life coach you weren't really sure what it was. You got trained. You started working at it, but it wasn't really uh, the business side of it. wasn't really easy for a long time. Yes, and and I I said something before the break. Something about that's the magic trick. I think you what preceded that was you said something about taking steps forward. And I said, that's where the magic is. So when I decided to be a life coach, I wouldn't. I actually the, that's miss said. I didn't decide to be a life coach. I kind of wanted to, and I was playing with the idea, and I got some education about it. But, but when you decide to do something, when there's no question of whether or not you're going to do it, you take steps forward. Once I made that decision, once I understood that I had the power all the time, it's like, it, 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 it's like uh, you know, we, we, you had the power all the time, my dear, to, to go back to home to Kansas. Once oh, you, you could, yeah, the Ruby Slippers were always yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, you, all, you always had the power, my dear. Uh, once I understood that, then then it was like rain. Yeah, but okay, yeah, but it took a couple of two or three years for it to start to rain. It's like a gym. It's, it's like you go to the gym. You don't ever walk into the gym and go, yeah, I'm going to run five miles, yay, and lift to super heavy things. It's like you go in and you're like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna push go on the treadmill. And maybe you get 15 minutes down the, the, the line and you're tired. It, it takes work. A successful life is very similar to that. But you have to keep practicing. You keep going back to the gym. And I'll tell you what, whether or not you have a trainer, I mean, yes, absolutely getting a coach is going to exponentially change your results. Whether or not you have a trainer, you're going to make improvements and you're, you're going to be going toward, but you have to go to the gym. Yeah. The, so, so what I, and that's so true. And, and I, I definitely want to talk about that. Um, this idea of, of, of mindset and, and baby steps forward and all that sort of thing. But just to stick with the case study for a minute, because we're going to kind of come back to this theme through this, this program as we go into the future weeks is nobody, nobody really, or I shouldn't say nobody, but rarely does somebody start off and just knock it out of the park. Um, the idea of, of an unshackled business, an unshackled owner, which is, you know, the, my, my podcast and my, um, uh, the class that I teach, the whole idea of building a business that works harder for you than you work for it. This is not just a platitude. It's like, it's like, that's the goal. That's the mission, but it doesn't just happen right away. It happens through a lot of struggle and a lot of, um, 
Building up muscle. Building up muscle, stepping through your fear, right? And doing it even when it's scary. And I mean, I, let's just talk about that scary part for a minute. So let's do. So you, I mean, I never have been scared personally in my <laughs> businesses, but I know you were really scared. Yes, so, that's so true. We'll just focus on the weakness here. On my weakness. Yeah, that's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. So the, <laughs> the, sorry, sorry. Is anybody else listening? I hope it's just you and me. Anyway, the point I, is. No, I hope there are millions of people. Millions. Because I'm not afraid. <laughs> okay, well, good. Okay, so, so you, you were, were saying. You were coaching and, um, and you had some clients and you were making a little bit of money, mm-hmm. right? And maybe you'd make $750 one month and you'd make $1,500 next month. And it was kind of sporadic, right? People would join a, a $1,000 program that would, right. you'd get paid for it over three months, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. And then, now, now guys, I, w- I hope you're paying attention to this and following along. So you were doing, you'd gotten certified, you were taking steps you were a good coach. The people that you were coaching with you were really mm-hmm. happy. My, my clients dig me. And you loved doing that part. Mm-hmm. But it was it was challenging to get new customers because why? Just one word. Fear. Fear of what? Fear of fear of disappointment. How about fear of selling? Is that what you were going for? I was going for sales. Do you want to start like back that up? Yeah. Aaron, I was afraid of selling. Yeah, you were. And so <laughs> and so but you know, you know, I meet people all the time who are terrified. They know they can do their thing really well, but they they say, well, I'm not good at selling or I'm not good at asking for money or I don't like talking people into something or whatever. They have some hang up on selling. It's a paradigm. It's a paradigm. And, um, and I so had that paradigm. You did. And, um, and then you came to me one day and said, hey, I need to talk to my business coach, not my husband for a minute, right? And and you I say that often actually. Okay, but this time you said I want to talk to you and what did you want to go do? I mean I could tell you. you I would like you, you wanted, to tell me because I'm not sure which direction you wanted you want a, me to go. You wanted a, a business loan. Oh yeah. That was really scary. Yeah, well so we'll tell them though. So <laughs> I remember oh, yeah. I was there. You oh, that's I was you there, there that day. Okay, so we'll tell them. Yep. So okay, I I was I was like, you know what, I really want to be serious about this. I want to be serious and I know that's going to take, I have, I'm going to have to learn from somebody. And so I called somebody who was doing what I want to do, somebody who's really successful. And I said, and I honestly, what I wanted her to say is, oh, Michelle, the magic trick is this. And I would be like, okay, cool. Yeah, like one one phone call and you'd have the answer. Yeah. yeah. I, that's, and she, what she said is you need more training. And I was, and, and honestly, it was like, damn it. And because that's going to, that's going to take a commitment. And that's what most people are afraid of. They're afraid of the commitment. And so. Was it going to just call, just training? Or is there money? No, money for training. Money for training. That's what the commitment was. We can all was go, oh, yeah, give me the answers. $500? No. It was, or $1,000? Was Wasn't it 15000 No. Sixteen? No. It's more more dollars than that. The original number was like $29,000. That's right. It was twenty nine. And then because of some business things I was able to work out, we ended up doing it for around 20. I shouldn't say what the number was. Don't but it was, say the number. But it was still, it was it was still over $20,000. And it was yeah. especially a lot of money to me because, again, remember, I've got, you know, $750 one month and $1,500 one month. And, and, and so I asked for the loan. And Now, guys, understand, this wasn't like she has to come to me if she wants to go down and buy some shoes or something. This was no, a business. No, this is loan. business. And it wasn't going to come out of our personal household money. It was going to have to come out of a business account. It was business. Somewhere on my side. And she wanted to take a business loan. And so and my only my only question was, um, are you are you really committed? In other words, are you going to play full out if you go make this investment in yourself? And you said yes. So I made the commitment and I, I 
I avoided making the call back to say, I'm in, you know, I'm going to do it. I, and I couldn't sleep. I had a really hard time sleeping because it was a lot of money and remembering that it was a lot of money for me to take on personally because I, you know, I had money trickling in. I had a really hard time sleeping because I, what if I couldn't pay it back? And it wasn't, I mean, it wouldn't have been the most horrible thing ever if I hadn't, but it would have been, it would have been the most horrible thing ever to my self-esteem and my belief in my ability to to create value. So you went, you finally did. You made, I did, I made the commitment. Made the commitment and in a, within a, I don't know, very short time, a couple of weeks, within a month, Yeah. you were off to the training. Right. And you were gone for... Six days, seven days. Six or seven days, yeah. So you guys, you know, it was, it was a week-long training. Uh, it Intensive. A, it was hardcore. And, 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 a, and a significant investment. And I, I remember distinctly that when you called me at the middle of the week and you said... I get it. And I said, what do you get? And, and she said, I said, let me, I know this you, one. Do you remember this part you I said? I remember this part. Selling is serving. Selling is serving. And I said, yes, that's exactly right. We're not, you never are trying to push something on somebody. What you are trying to do is give them what they need. If you have something that they need, you you need to make it available to the that prospective buyer. So anyway, the point is to this whole story is she started doing it. And with this newfound understanding of why what she was offering was super valuable medicine to people who really needed the medicine, um, the business started to take off. And before you know it, uh, not only was she uh, enrolling lots of clients, but she was invited without even trying to put it on, you know, without you trying to make it happen, you got invited as since you were a guest at a retreat company, right, down in mm-hmm. on the Caribbean, uh, down the Yucatan, and just attending, and the owner of the company said, hey, would you be interested in coming back and facilitating retreats. And next thing you know, you're spending the summer in Tulum, Mexico, and even offered opportunities, you know, of ownership in that business. Mm-hmm. And and it just keeps happening. Yeah. You just keep getting more and more. Well, I call it the universe out dreams you. Ooh, that's a good one. So you've got clients all over the all over the place. All over the world. Uh, Australia, India, where else? I mean, mm-hmm. Europe. Yeah, um, all over the United States, North Canada. Canada. India, Australia, you know, a England, lot, a lot yeah. of places. So you got you got clients all over the world. Oh, Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, and so the, my, the whole point in all this is, guys, that when you're when you're going out to start, you're gonna you're gonna have a dream. You're gonna not really understand the dream. A lot of times, your dream is something you have to you have to really think about because sometimes what you want to deliver isn't what the world wants to buy. Um, now, Michelle's case, she she was helping people to realize their full perspective or full, full potential and, and focus on the destination, not look back like you would with a, like a psychiatrist or right. psychologist, That's but look forward. Coaching, coaching is going forward. It's not, we're not reliving the past when we're coaching together. We might, we might reevaluate things that have happened in the past and be able to look at them in a different way, but we're using everything in the toolbox of what we've experienced in life not to succeed in spite of it, but because of it. So when you're, so so the idea is you're gonna have you're gonna have a dream. You got to make sure the dream's viable. You've got to uh, invest in yourself. You've got to take steps into doing things that you don't feel qualified or excited to do. Uh, I, you know the problem with doing a show with my wife right now is that I have these family stories that I want to interject, and that's not really fair to Why interject. Why is that a problem? Well, it's not really fair to interject anybody else's oh, stuff yeah, into no. the conversation without them saying yes, that's You don't okay. want to talk about our son, Schmadam? 
Schmadam wasn't who I was thinking of. What I was thinking about was Zoe um, coming to work for you, and she didn't want to do certain things. But when she got uh, clear enough on why, she had a big enough reason to say yes, mm-hmm. she was able, able to overcome fears. So that's exactly kind of what I was going toward before when you know, when I was saying that I, I wasn't, I wasn't committed. I thought I kind of wanted to be a life coach. And then, and then I made the decision to be a life coach. And that's, that's what happened. Zoe kind of, kind of wanted to work for me. And then she made the decision to come onto my team in a really powerful way. And that's, I think that's one of the most powerful things about an unshackled life is we can play around with the idea. We can entertain the idea of having a, a good relationship or a, 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 our own business. We can entertain those ideas. But until we decide, like I decided, oh, I decided that selling is serving and all of a sudden it's raining clients because I'm, I'm not afraid. And when we decide for whatever it is that we want, whether it's the job, whether it's the life, whether it's whatever, when we decide, that's when the magic happens. Yeah. And it, that's, that's the biggest thing I see with business owners is, is, as well, is that they, there's always a, it's always easier to have some reason why something's impossible, why something's a challenge, why you're not more successful than you you wish you were, and it's it's almost a hundred percent of the time. There, you, there, it's one of two things. Either one, you you're doing something that nobody wants to buy. I see that all the time. People say people get passionate about something. They want to offer something to the world. The world doesn't want to buy it, and they wonder why they struggle. So, uh, I don't believe you follow your passion. I think you find something that's that's a good opportunity. You commit to that, and you become passionate about the results you get. But just following your passion, saying, "Oh, I really love." Um, Butterflies. So I'm going to try to become a multimillionaire butterfly distributor or butterfly painter. <laughs> yeah, but what if? What if? Okay, so can can I push back on that a little bit? Sure. Go ahead. What if it's not a matter of oh, you know, abandon your butterfly dream because nobody wants? What if it's just making subtle shifts in that? You don't abandon the dream, but it's it's not necessarily what you thought it was going to be to begin with. I now I now I have this amazing retreat center, and. My, you know, the people that come to my retreat center love the butterfly garden. Do you see what I mean? Nope, I don't. But no, I do. I do. I do see what oh, you mean. Oh, really? I do. No, but here's my point. Here's my point. And I don't want to get in the weeds on this because I'm trying to, I want to drive to a different point. But the point, the thing that I'm, I'm talking about is, guys, if you're out there trying to be in business and you want to be an unshackled owner, look, I mean, we're going to be talking about some of my life experiences and my stories as well as my guests' stories. But let's be super clear. I mean, um, I have successful companies. We have we have tens of thousands of clients. We make millions of dollars. Um, and I spent three days in my office last year in 2017. I have, or 2016. I have not yet been to my office in 2017. But Michelle and I just spent two weeks in Paris to, in, to celebrate her 50th birthday. And now we're spending the month of July at our beach house. And, you know, the hardest thing I'm doing is I'm doing a radio show on Voice America. I'm saying to become, to get to a place where your business feeds you and supports you and gives you the financial wherewithal that you need. And and I can stay focused on what I'm specifically great at in that business and not get caught up in all the other junk requires a business where there's an actual need in the marketplace for the service. And not everything that everybody wants to do is really marketable. needed. It's not really marketable. It's not really there. So what I'm what I'm what I believe is that 
it's good to be passionate about what you're doing, but don't just follow your passion. Find something where there's an underserved market and then figure out how can I serve that market. And then you look at the results you're getting for your customers and you get really enthusiastic because you're changing people's lives, changing people's fortunes, changing your community and so on because of the work that you're doing and the work's working because people need it. I agree. And sorry, I'm getting on. I'm getting excited. I know. And I'm going to I'm going to push back on you. I agree with you. And I also believe that the butterfly distributor thing, I, it, it's clearly that's not the thing, but but keeping it and morphing it and allowing allowing life to grow with it. I don't think you just go, oh, you know, butterflies are my passion, but that's dead because it doesn't give me cash. Well, you can, well, okay. It's nice to go after your passion. If you say, I'm going to, you know, if you talk to a professional athlete, odds are they'll say, I loved, you know, baseball and I practiced constantly and I became a major league baseball player, but they're also going to be like, for every one success, there's going to be 5,000 people who loved it just as much people who um, worked their butts off just as hard but just didn't have the natural skill or there were only so many people or spots on the team and now they're selling cars. So it's a shift then, right? So my point is, as we go into this break, my point is that to become an unshackled owner, you need to build up um, a system around you that allows uh, for you to focus on what you're great at and that gives other people tasks to do. And those people need to step up into the task because you're showing them the way as the great leader. And then as you're showing them the way as the great leader, um, what happens is things like you said a minute ago, Michelle, clients start raining down on you. Because when you can get out of the weeds and get focused on your greatness, no matter what you're applying that greatness to, when you do that, then all of a sudden, that's, in my opinion, where the magic happens. That's where the money comes. That's where the freedom comes. And that's what we're going to talk about going into this next segment here on The Unshackled Life. My guest, Michelle Pearson Young on the Influencer Network right here on Voice America. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you're looking to grow your business, enjoy fascinating relationships, achieve your goals, and find hope in a seemingly hopeless world, you'll want to tune into Coffee with Christy. Host Christy Dryling and her incredible guests have a frank and open discussion every week. Think of it as a time to meet with your mentors, get the motivation you need, and remove the obstacles one hour at a time. Coffee with Christy is heard live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Influencers. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC 
and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for the Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. Hey, we're back. And we're having a great time here. It's always a great time for me when I get to spend time with Michelle Pearson Young, uh, and when we get to do these things, when we're when we're, we're traveling around speaking at events together, um, and by the way, I got to tell you, it's so much fun to watch this this um, woman that I love and admire in so many ways get up and just watch her rock the house when she's giving a speech. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, anyway, we're here today. We're talking a little bit about just um, a little bit about her, how she got started, and uh, some of the people that she coaches. Uh, and if you if anybody out there wants to call in and ask Michelle a question before we wrap. We have about 16 minutes left. You can call that number. They announced a minute ago, 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. Michelle, what's the most common uh, challenge you see um, that a lot of your clients, especially when they're first starting to work with you, what's one of the biggest challenges you see them facing as it pertains to getting to the life that they want, the dream that they've imagined? People simply don't believe that it's possible. I, I tell people, okay, you're going to, you know, you're going to take off your blinders. You're going to take off all the limitations and you're going to dream up what you would love. And what they dream up is what would be okay. So not really what they, not their, not their big goal, but they're just like, I bet, I think I could probably mm-hmm. get a 10% increase in sales right. if I worked a little harder and that 10% would equal another thousand dollars a month to my household and then I could buy a better car. Right. Right. And people, because what people want, what people want is so, it it really is. And and I'm going to wax rhapsodic here and just tell you what people want is really beautiful when you get to the heart of it. And, and, but a lot of times I'll talk with the client, it'll be our first call or it might be our 27th call. And, and I'm like, okay, you know, let's talk about your vision again. And They'll they'll be like, well, you know, it just it would be nice if my husband and I could stop fighting. Mm. I was like, wow, aim low. Aim well, I mean, low. I mean, it's obviously when you're in the middle of the fight, though, it probably is. They probably can't think about right. a joyful dream when they're struggling. Well, and that's what I help people do. I I I have calls all the time where it's like, okay, well, what would you love? And they'll they'll it'll be like, I just like to not be fighting with my husband. So, and that's what I mean. And, and, and you do, you need kind of a bridge to get you from where you, where you yes. are to where you want to go. But that, but the thinking piece of it, how you are thinking about your life, how you're thinking about what's possible, it's what makes all the difference. So Just how, thinking. how do you, so what's the trick to helping somebody get the confidence to dream bigger? And let me, let me preface all this conversation, but think about that answer for one second. What's the bridge? How do you make the bridge? It's, is the answer not get a life coach? No, no. Life, getting a life coach is a great idea. Okay. But my all point right. is, <laughs> and to get a life coach, call. <laughs> call um, but anyway, no, but, the, but my point is, is that, um, guys, when, we, when I teach 
uh, business owners about how to become an unshackled owner. When we talk about this unshackled life idea, it always begins with getting super clear on what you want your life to look like. What is? Uh, I'm going to have to plush on that, buddy. Plus me, what? What you would love your life to look like. If I want something, it means okay. I inherently lack it. Okay, that's a good, good language tip. You're right. There's no want. There's a desire. What would I love? What What is the life that I would most desire to be living? Because until you can identify the finish line, until you can identify what would success look like, then it's very, very difficult to make um, laser-focused progress toward it. The fuzzier your ideas, the fuzzier your understanding or your your um, vision, the less likely you are to get to a place that you're going to be really thrilled about. But if you can really, de- if you can identify on paper, design on paper, what you would love, um, dramatically easier to get to it. And so when you when you're working with people on their vision. When you're trying to help them aim higher, you know, I love what Les Brown says that it's not that um, that people aim too high and miss, it's that they aim too low and hit. And so, you know, instead of instead of saying, okay, I know you can hit this pile of dung on the ground, we want to really shoot for the castle up here, though. Um, how do you help them or what what is the trick to people getting that um, confidence to to start believing in the bigger dream? Honestly, honestly, you're asking me a multifaceted question here where, where I mean, take, take 10 seconds there. <laughs> you're so generous <laughs> with your time. So, so the first, the first piece is identifying, just like you said, the first piece is identifying. But one of the things that you just said was how, how do you help them get the confidence? That's a, that's a whole other facet of, of what I help people do because you can't outperform your self-esteem. Okay, okay, so stick with that. You can't outperform your self-esteem. So someone comes to you, they want to work with you, they've, they've been inspired to, to engage you as their life coach, and they're right now just trying to stop the fighting, just trying to, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're seeing their world in a, from a sort of a place of scarcity, and you, you see more, you know, more there. In other words, they can't see it in themselves right. yet. And so what what little steps have to happen as you start to coach them for them to start to have enough com- confidence to start believing in your belief? Well, the first thing is if somebody if somebody goes out and they're like, I want to get a life coach, that by definition means that mm. they believe there's something more. Yeah, yeah they, they want more. So that that's the first thing, by definition. And particularly if somebody enrolls with me, then that by definition means that they have some sort of faith. It might be a tentative faith. But they have some sort of faith in what they can accomplish working with me. So a client will say to me, I just had a client last week say to me, I am, I I wish I had time to look it up in my my notes because I took notes. She said something like, I'm beginning to see that there might be a possibility to move closer to believing that I have a better future. I said, did you... Did you hear how convoluted that was? I'm beginning to believe that there's a possibility that I could move closer to having a bright future. And she said, yeah, I chose my words really very, very carefully. And so she doesn't want to make a commitment. Yeah, this, this, in this this, case, it was, was, it's a little bit different. It's more complicated than that. But the point is that she knew it. She was aware of it. So, so, okay. So somebody enrolls, they, 
they have this hope, this desire, this belief in, at least in my belief, the next step is really, and this is what I would, this is like the, the solid gold I would give to everybody listening. When you're building something bigger than you, when you're building something bigger than you've ever built before, it's going to require something different from you than you on a day-to-day day, day-to-day basis in regular hours. Have, have been doing. Have been doing in the past, right? Yeah, you're going to so, have to do something different. So it's super cool to tap into that version of you. One of the things that I have my clients do is make a list of all their past successes. But more important than the list is really tapping into what it felt like. What did it feel like when you finally got that higher degree, when you were walking across the stage and you, you how did it feel when your child was super successful and you knew it was because of the, the thing you did with them? What, whatever your finest moments are, go back to your greatest hits and more than just write them down, absolutely write them down, but also feel them. And people will say things to me like, I felt like I was walking on a cloud. I felt really powerful. I felt like I could do anything. because, the, And that's a legitimate version of who okay. you are. Okay, so let's, let's, let's go back and kind of restate that whole thing again. Because okay. um, I just want to make sure everybody's clear. So what you're saying is that when, you, when somebody is struggling to think that they're maybe worthy of this big dream. Mm -hmm. Or capable of it. Or capable of it. One of the things you do is you go back and you ask them, when was a time that you did feel successful? You were successful. What was the thing you did where you kind of kicked butt Mm -hmm. and you were, you, that day, you were on top of the world. Right. What did it feel like? Yes. And then let's go back, let's tap into our memory and say, oh, remember that feeling and try to pull that feeling back up. Do we have enough time to play a game? We have a little bit of time to play a game. Okay, super quick. Okay, good. Name name one of your successes. One of your like finest. This is one of Aaron's greatest hits. Name Mar- it. Marrying Michelle. <laughs> okay. You're just flirting with me. Now. That's true though. That is a big success. Okay, um, but yeah, something where you were like, oh my gosh, I did it. I remember giving a talk one time to a pretty good sized audience, about five or six hundred people, telling them a story that I was very nervous to tell. And, uh, and I thought it might really not be received very well. And the people jumped to their feet and people cried and people surrounded me and hugged me and whispered in my ear that, you know, how much that meant to them that I told that story. And all of my fears were just evaporated in that moment because, because, um, the thing that I'd really been most scared to tell on stage had turned out to be this, um, give me a response, not only better than I thought, maybe better than I'd ever had anywhere before. Okay, so close your eyes now. Okay. If you feel safe okay. in my presence, close your eyes. Okay, and we take have someone, we have a caller on hold. So okay, we're gonna, take a deep breath. Okay, taking a breath. Okay. Now tell me how you, if that physically felt in your body. Oh, it felt, uh, you know, like a huge agen- adrenaline rush. It felt super emotional. It felt super, um, just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be okay. This is, this thing that I was so afraid of is not, so it's, it's not. It's not to be a, physically felt. Yeah, it felt. Well, it felt like that. It felt like this giant relief and this giant. So it felt like adrenaline light. Rush. Uh, energetic. Know about, it felt full of energy. I don't know about light, but it felt full of energy, full of um, ex, ex, excitement. Like, oh man, there's, 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 um, like I don't have to be afraid of this anymore. To so certain, it was a relief. To a certain degree, right now, do you feel that physically? Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, when that I is the magic. when you asked me and you told me to close my eyes, I was back on the stage. I was watching them go to their feet. I can, and you know, in our mind, we can hit boom, boom, yep. boom, 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 all those Your little things. Your subconscious doesn't know you're not on the stage. In fractions of seconds, we do. Okay, we've got a, we've got, um, we've got a caller, and I'm sure this is going to be a friend because somebody that it's our first episode. No, so let's want, pretend it's not. Let's pretend it's. It's somebody we don't even know. Okay, um, Who is it? we're ready to take this caller. Uh, Maureen, are you on the line? Hello. Is this Maureen? We. Uh, Maureen. I'm so glad you called us. <laughs> 
I'm so glad I don't know you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, sorry, it's so good to talk to you for the very first time. I wonder what time. you look like, curly, beautiful red hair, hot, hot woman, <laughs> smoking hot woman. Oh, my gosh, you too. Okay, so I saw this. The, I love the title, The Unshackled Life, and I was, I was just compelled to listen in first. And I always get something of value from the two of you, whether it's uh, in a forum like this or if it's in one-on-one conversations um, or at meetings and things. You're always sort of elevating my knowledge and my um, wanting to be better. And so I just felt the need to call in because I do have a little challenge that I would love to throw out there to the two of you to see if we could, you could throw some ideas on it for me. Lay it down. That would be, that would be fun. That'd be an honor. <laughs> All right. So um, as you guys know, I already have one company that is doing really well, built it from really went from zero sales, we're over, we're nearing 500 sales in, in uh, properties in uh, just under five years. And yeah, it's a, it's a great going, company. Thank you. That is going really, really well. But um, my life's passion is, it's, it's, it's part of my old, my, my first company, which is creating as much passive income for people as possible, right? Because I think if you don't have to worry about money anymore, then you can live your life's passion because you're not worried about paying the bills, paying the mortgage, making the car payment, right? And so you could then have time to get into your heart space and see what it is that really, really is passionate and, yep. that, and the gift that you want to give back to the world. So, Yep, absolutely. So, the, so go ahead and ask a question. We have about I, one minute. We have about a minute yep. and a half till we close. Laser coaching. Okay. So my, no pressure. So my question is, I'm building this other company. It's all me. And what I'm finding, I've got a coach. He's asked me to do certain things. And he wants me to put stuff in this platform. And I'm hesitating. And I'm doing all this research. And I'm reading. And I'm synthesizing. But I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Help. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's a really, it's a great question. And my question for you, because you're, you're an implementer, right? You, you are, you yeah. pull the trigger pretty quick. So my question to you would be, is it, is there an intuition issue happening here? Not intuition. It's just, a, it's a getting hump over the, of the, this new platform. I've got to do something. And it's like, and I'm such a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be like, look really good. And yeah, perfection like is more time. It's the killer of dreams, my friend. Yeah, so you've, you've got it. The, the answer to that is, and of course, you can contact us offline as well. But the point is, is that you, the biggest trick is to get your minimum viable product out to the market, right? So if you've got another idea and your perfectionism is slowing you down, then, um, then the question, then the thing I would say is, I would go out, if, the, if you've got something that's even sort of ready for somebody to see it, I would go ahead and start just talking about it and putting it out there. And what you'll find in in very short order is that um, you'll start getting responses back from the marketplace and they'll start showing you how you're going to perfect it, how you're going to make it more uh, to your liking. But first you got to get it out there in kind of beta mode and start playing with it. And don't be afraid because you, you, will, you will never get to your really big success if you wait for it to be perfect. And you know that. And um, I, I love the full circle of this, though, because I said these words at the beginning of the call, fast and dirty, fast, fast and dirty, <laughs> get it out there fast and dirty. And my expectation is that you're going to text me within the week and tell me you did it. Yeah. So, okay, that's so your assignment, you. Maureen, is text Michelle within the week. Guys, we're running out of time. Maureen, thank you, thank thank you so you much so for calling. That made it You're like a so million awesome. times more fun. Guys, it's the end of an hour. <laughs> I can't believe an hour blew by that fast with my sweetheart, Michelle. Michelle's going to be back. We'll talk to her more here as we talk about how to build a life 
a marriage, a relationship, a business that gives you wealth, gives you freedom, gives you happiness, and makes you really feel like you have an unshackled life. Join us here every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Unshackled Life here on the Influencer Network, Voice America Radio. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Unshackled Life. Be sure to join the Unshackled owner, Aaron Scott Young, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a great week.